Hello and welcome to another episode of The Trendy Scoop. I'm your host Claudia Savage and we have such a great episode coming up today. I'm going to be chatting to Hannah Farrell or HFAZ on TikTok about the TikToks that she's made that have gone completely viral where she predicted Kendall Jenner's new release of her own brand of tequila and about all the A-listers that have been getting involved with her story. I'm also going to be chatting to Nathan, Ryan and Alec who make up the band New Rules about all of their new music and all of that good stuff and of course we're going to have our series regulars Emma Walton and Neve Bell who are going to be chatting to us about what's new in TV and film and just generally their recommendations for the week and that is all coming on this week's episode of The Trendy Scoop. My next guest for today's show has racked up millions of views and 1.7 million likes on her TikTok page where she predicted that Kendall Jenner was going to be releasing her own brand of tequila just from some intense investigative work on Instagram and on social media. And there has been such a huge reaction to this online and so many A-listers getting involved. I'll be chatting to Hannah Farrell about how it's been finding TikTok viral fame. And I'm here now with Hannah Farrell, or HFAZ, three Zs, on TikTok. Hannah, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hello, thank you for having me. So to start off, uh, tell us a wee bit about yourself. So like, what are you doing at the mm-hmm. moment and where in the world are you in lockdown? Like, how are you doing? Yeah. So I am actually in Bangor in Northern Ireland. So um, my parents live here, so I went to school here, but I don't have the lovely accent like everyone else um lovely accent I know, I know I love the accent um could not be more English if I tried unfortunately but um yeah so I came back here when the pandemic kind of heated up heated up a bit is that the right terminology <laughs> till it got really big because I was living in London and just was like I might as well come home by the sea spend some time with the family so this is where I've been the last few months and this is where the TikTok has just kind of gone a bit mental, really. It's me, my mum and my dad in this house. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much me. But, yeah. So how did your content on TikTok originally start out? So when did you start making them? And, like, what sort of things were you making? Yeah. Um, so before, like, I mean, I think everyone kind of has tried TikTok in lockdown. Like, it became, like, really big, didn't it? Mm-hmm. And I tried doing all the funny little ones. And it, it honestly wasn't planned. Like, none of it was planned. And um, like, I love all the people doing funny voiceovers of um, people. I mean, I've tried to do the dances and cannot do them. Oh, don't even, I can't go near the dances. Yeah. You like, know when you do it like and everyone... you think it looks so good and then when you watch it back, you're like, yeah, like, yeah, you're like, okay, I'm in step up. I am a professional dancer, but actually mm. I'm rubbish. But I started doing that at the beginning of lockdown. And then it honestly was when I came home, I was like, oh, I'll just give this, I'll just, I don't know I just put it on TikTok and then it's completely snowballed but um yeah it was mad. So in a nutshell for anyone that doesn't know about it what was oh, yeah. your uh, theory or your prediction that went viral? Yeah so I saw I don't know if anyone else does this maybe maybe it's just me but when celebrities or whoever put up like a cool picture of them away or I don't know something on Instagram I always like to like look where that is because I'm just like oh maybe that's somewhere that I can go to or yeah. is that a book that, is that what book are they reading or what bag is that you know just like have a nice look and Kendall put up a picture of her on that trip and I was like that's tequila bottle I've never seen that and like I do like my tequila not saying I am a tequila like queen but <laughs> like I was like I want to be drinking what they're drinking basically so i 
sent a voice note to like two of my friends who also like really love the Kardashians and I was like I've never seen this tequila bottle have you and they were like no there's nothing online about it and I just basically I was like I bet you that is I originally thought it was Kylie's tequila and then we were like just chatting over whatsapp and I was like I'm just gonna make a tiktok about it and just see just just for a laugh and then made a tiktok and then that was that was the rest is history basically like it then turned into this thing where I was investigating it and I basically cracked this code without realizing and yeah it's mad it's absolutely mad but now it's oh sorry it's definitely like the first main development and I think like this was just like crazy was yeah uh, Kendall Jenner liked your TikTok yeah about it the first one I know so that was what was mental because the first one that obviously happened and I honestly was in about an hour and a half she had liked well, it really which, was that quick yes yeah, so quick so I put it up and I was just watching like tv and I like said to my dad I was like oh the video's on 5,000 views then I was like oh my god it's on 20,000 within the space I've got screenshots so I was like freaking out as you would and it just the numbers just kept going up and up every minute and then I went on my I went on my notifications and it was like Kendall Jenner liked it and I thought it was a prank because I was like oh my god like surely not like it's a fake account uh-huh. but she liked it and then she she Kylie liked one she liked another video that I pop about it Faye liked what Fi liked one I mean it was just all a bit mad <laughs> and it was, so at this point you were starting to receive a lot of attention not just on the TikToks but yeah like in articles like you've been in Forbes and US Weekly yeah. talking about this and Orlando Bloom like one of your Instagram videos I know so how has it been like receiving all of this attention like seeing all these like A-list names in your notifications yeah I mean it is very weird obviously but I I mean we're just taking it like we're riding the wave like it's brought so much excitement to like my mum and dad in the house like it's unbelievable and obviously everything that's going on in the world it's like they've both said they were like we've never laughed this much ever like it's been so fun we haven't had to think about coronavirus lockdown all of this stuff it's just been a nice like breakaway and it's been I mean when Orlando Bloom liked it I was freaking out like my dad has a video which I've told him he cannot put anywhere on the internet because I was like I'm going to be sick (laughs) like it's Orlando Bloom like he has no connection to it like why was he looking on my Instagram and then Literally, like the picture, he was he like, was really searching up your name like, like I know like who would have thought like Orlando Bloom will turn up I just that uh, it just blows my mind so there was there was honestly and it, there was honestly about three weeks where it was just every day something new and mental would happen like E! News did a report on it which was like that was just out of this world because it's e-news like that's yeah, like, as a, like a reality fan like e-news exactly is, yeah is like the red carpet like top level exactly and they're like owned by the kardashians so i don't understand like surely it's true so then that was like feeding into my theory because i was like they wouldn't let all this press go out surely not but definitely then the i think a big one that, a big one that probably fed in like confirmed the theory almost was when they made that uh, 818 Instagram account and for oh my ages, god yeah you were, the, you were the only person that it followed I know, I like, know. that was crazy that was crazy like there's another video which I'm sure my dad will put up somewhere one day um because it's very funny he I was like they followed their brands followed me it must be a fake page and it had a blue tick 
and they let me have access honestly for about an hour and a half so I was like what is going on this is crazy and then was looking at all the and they only followed me like you said for I'd say a good few weeks mm-hmm. no not a few weeks sorry. <laughs> it was like weeks I'd say I'd say at least for like two or three days and then they started to follow other celebrities but like you go on there and it's all blue tick people and then me <laughs> I know like I, I'm like just imagine the that like hypothetical 818 launch party oh, no. if you could do that like you'd be there like I know some of the people they're following is like Stanley Tucci Jennifer Aniston obviously like all the Kardashians I know that is why it's mental because it's like big people I don't know just followed me but um I mean it's been really fun and like everyone has been so so nice like the amount of I was actually I had a chat with another friend last week and it was really interesting because we were both saying how lovely it is to have like a positive story from social media because you hear such awful things and so many people go through such horrible things on social media with people calling names and horrible stuff so it's actually been really nice like getting such like positive feedback and like mm. I honestly only did it as a joke and I don't I don't know how I've got here if I'm honest like I have to like pinch myself a bit I guess yeah, you know really, and it is really such nice. like your TikTok is such like a positive space. Like it feels like like all your comments, it feels like everyone is just like yeah. along with you and for this journey. It's really nice. And like people like I've had parents message me on Instagram as well as TikTok being like, We've been stuck in lockdown and your videos have really like brightened up my kids' day. And I'm just like, what? Like this is just so so cute. So yeah, that's really nice. And that like it's quite emotional actually. Like there have been days where me and my family have just been like this is this is crazy like I need to do something with this so it's been really nice and well 818 were on were they one of your TikToks they put up they were advertising for a social media manager did you apply for that obviously I've applied obviously I've applied well if you don't get it that will be the biggest scam of all time I know right but then part of me thinks they might be playing playing with me a bit like testing me because the job went up I then made the TikTok about it and the job's not there anymore so I'm just like what's going on have I got the job I just don't know oh my god imagine but, being in that place where you're thinking is is Kendall Jenner playing games with me I know that's why it's crazy and that yeah it's all just mad but it's all very exciting and then you put up on a couple of days ago because yeah. I think it was last week you said they, they were a gonna be sending you the PR parcel um so do you have any like you've been said on TikTok you've no idea what's gonna be in it but do you have any sort of inkling what you think might be in it absolutely no idea I mean when she launched the tequila that and then put the post up and was basically like Kendall was like it's my tequila la 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 she replied to one of my comments on there which was just mental because it's like Kendall Jenner's like replying to Kim and Courtney and all of her mates and then she's just gone oh I'll reply to this girl who's in Northern Ireland cool so that's mad but I have no idea what it is like it's coming from LA so I can't imagine it's I mean I just don't know like is it going to be merchandise I don't know if it'll be the tequila but it'll be hilarious if it is this is like if anyone is has not been staying up to date with it or hasn't been following Hannah, you need to follow her now because I'm like everyone else. Yeah. Like that follows you. Like I am just waiting for this PR package to come. Honestly, so am I because every day I'm like, I need to be I need to be ready. So like I've got my nice tracksuit on today in case it comes. But honestly, how are you yet. not just sitting at the window waiting for the postman every single day? I know. 
I've got the tracking thing on my phone and I check it like every day. And this morning I checked it and it's in the UK. So it's on its way to Northern Ireland as we speak. My God, absolutely. But, definitely can't wait to see what you get. Yeah, and I de- I'll definitely will be updating everyone. Don't worry. I'm putting it all over the internet. So <laughs> whatever it is. Oh my God. And then in a lot of your TikToks, you say uh, like, oh, like Christiana, call me Christiana. I figured yeah. it out. If yeah. like, and I, I've always said this, I always think like Christiana mm-hmm. is like so underrated. I think she is like a genius. Yeah. Like she, she is, is a genius. Like she she's pulling the strings. She just, I think she just yeah. manipulated the whole media and now her family are, yeah. are billionaires. Like, do you want people yeah. to say, like, if you could have a dinner with anyone living or dead, the person oh, I always yeah, say is Chris Jenner, right? So if Chris yeah. Jenner actually did, actually did contact you, actually did hit you up, what would you be saying to her? I would be like, when do you want me to start? Like, I think I'm on the way to the airport. Like, <laughs> I would 100%, like, I completely agree with you. I mean, I did, I did a, I did a TikTok where I was just like, this is my official application for the job. So, I mean, it would just be so surreal, like Chris Jenner. <laughs> like the thing that's been like really making us all laugh, like between me and my like friends, uh, friends on WhatsApp, they're all like, you're probably in the WhatsApp group. Like that video has probably been sent round by like Kendall, been like, who's this girl in the UK that's cracked it, which like blows my mind. Yeah, like, like how crazy is that? Like they were down. Like they've been they've been talking yeah. about you. You've been on their mind. Yeah, I know, I know. In the in the like strategy meeting, like, like they're like, who is this girl? <laughs> she needs to be stopped, and I've just kept going. So. Oh, oh yeah, that's no. so stunning. It's so funny, but yeah, we'll just see what happens. And if it ends tomorrow, then it's been the hilarious ride. But we'll just see what happens. Definitely. So uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what you get in this PR package. Honestly, yeah. I don't know how you feel because it's keeping me up at night. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't really slept very well. <laughs> uh, well, so make sure to follow everyone. Hannah on TikTok, on Instagram, and stay up to date with all of this uh, crazy drama. And uh, Joat, will you? Do you think you'll be trying to uncover any more theories in the future? I mean, lots of people have been sending me suggestions, so yeah, I think I'll continue my sleuthing ways and do it. <laughs> Definitely continue your uh, investigative journalism. Yes, exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> Professional. <laughs> Thank you so much for chatting with me today, Hannah. Have a nice evening. It was so nice. And you. Up next, we have a really, really exciting interview. Firstly, CEO saying that I'm excited every single week, but this week is absolutely no exception. I'm a huge fan of this band and I'm so excited to be talking to New Rules. New Rules is a band formed by Nathan Lambert, Alec McGarry and Ryan Meany. They're formed in 2019 and they released their self-titled EP, New Rules, in December 2019. They opened for Little Mix and Julia Michaels and their new song, My Guitar, is out right now and I was lucky enough to get talking to them. And I am here now with Nathan, Ryan and Alec from New Rules. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks for having us. Hey. Uh, so how are you doing at the minute? Tell, tell everyone, where are you in the world right now? Where are you lockdown and quarantine at the minute we are currently sat in our new house that we Ooh. just moved into yesterday um we're actually on the floor in alex's bedroom um in <laughs> london where we live why are we on the floor in alex's bedroom it's not the usual hangout spot we just have no wi-fi at the moment um working on it so uh maybe this is the only part of the house where we actually get a decent, decent connection yeah. so that's where we are in the world right now 
Yeah, all those Virgin Media reps that are always in the DMs, go get to New Rules DMs because they actually need, they actually need <laughs> to <be. laughs> Imagine getting endorsed by a wife. Well, you know, we've been on Virgin actually and it was quite expensive. So, um, you know, some other reps can straight away. Straight in with the controversy on, on Virgin Media. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Richard. Uh, so we'll start off with a bit chatting about how did you all meet and like start making music together? Um, start with you. Yeah, I was in a band before this one, and um, when my band split up, I was kind of just like looking online to try and find people who um, might want to write songs, and um, found these guys, found Alec on Instagram and Ryan on YouTube doing covers, and just messaged them, didn't know where they were, Ryan was in Dublin, um, and Al was kind of kind of near me. In school. In school still, weren't you? And yeah. we, we met up for a weekend, and just got on really, really well, and it became very obvious that we should be a band, so yeah, the rest was history. Oh, that's nice. So they say online dating never works out. <laughs> uh, this was an exception. Yes. So what, who would you say are like your major musical influences in creating your sound? Um, we, we have lots actually, but um, recently, obviously Ed Sheeran is a big one that like, obviously he's taken the kind of guitar pop sound and just brought it to a, a new level. So yeah, we love Ed and he's just such a sick songwriter as well. Love bands like um, Maroon Five, the nineteen seventy five, um, Coldplay. Lots yeah, of big as well. Um, Leon. Yeah. From Leon. a songwriting perspective, uh, Julia Michaels as well. It's huge for us. We love her, and we got to tour with her uh, in twenty nineteen September. So that was pretty cool, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, as a, we're pretty fascinated with the whole kind of songwriting process, and we're a bit nerdy about it. So, like, um, people who spend all their lives kind of writing songs, whether it's their the famous or or they just do it for other people. So we kind of spend a lot of time listening to just anyone who writes what we consider to be cool pop music. Um, yes, it's a lot of different people. And then who have you been listening to? Who's been like your big lockdown anthems? Who's have you been listening to like getting you through quarantine? Oh, do you know what? I'm listening a bit, a lot to the birthday boy, Justin Bieber. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday. Shout out Justin Bieber. Happy birthday, Justin Bieber then. <laughs> that's to be said take he's a second moment he's 27, 27. That's, he's not baby anymore he's, he's getting on isn't he not yeah. baby let's not hope baby. he's not, the, not uh, 27 is a scary age isn't yeah. it um, love Bieber holy is yeah holy got me through lockdown that was like it was only out like a few months and it was like my top song in Spotify pretty into that one I've actually been listening to quite a bit of Kings of Leon recently. They're a good, they're a good band to move house to. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Press play. Nathan's taken out his phone to check yeah, who I, he's been listening I, to. <laughs> Every time anyone asks me what I listen to, I have to check Spotify. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I've been listening to a lot of just random different stuff. I listen to, I've been listening to a lot of um, kind of American kind of country during this time. I think it's kind of Dan chill. And a bit of Dan and Shay. Dan um, and Shay is sick. It's all over the place, to be honest. Though. Honestly, my, my playlist is so random. Um, there's, there's a lot of Katy Perry in there. Nice. Um, ABBA. I was listening to a, um, a lot of ABBA the other day. Oh, that's Very cool. good to move house to as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, Dancing Queen, Super Trooper, all the bangers. Oh, oh, ABBA's, ABBA's depressing, though, because when you listen to ABBA, it just puts you right in the mood to just go out straight away. Yeah. It does. It's one true. of those, isn't it? Um, big, uh, another controversial thing. The you know the the musical soundtrack from Mamma Mia, yeah? Yeah. yeah, that gets a lot of streams and a lot of people listen to the ABBA songs through that album, and I find that quite offensive. As opposed to listening to the ABBA albums, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've never even seen Mamma Mia. What, what do you think, Claudia? Where do you stand on the whole uh, 
I was me and my sister did fall out about this quite a lot. She's a huge Mamma Mia fan, but I always wanted to listen to the Abbas, the Abba originals. Yeah, yeah, on to the Mamma Mia versions too. I, there's something sort of charming about the fact that no one that can, like, can actually sing. Oh, sing can I? <laughs> yeah, I do agree with you. There is something about it. Um, I, I can't really. Um, there is yeah, something about Pierce Brosnan with the chest hair out. Like, yeah, propaganda. I feel like with the movie, I really appreciate hair. it. It's listening to him and not seeing the chest hair. I think it's my problem. I actually kind of the reason I only listen to the albums as opposed to the movie yeah. the album is because you don't get the visual with it. Right, that's good. That makes sense. It's not as good. I hope you weren't recording that. Yeah, this can't make the edit. <laughs> no, yeah, it's good. It's gonna be in, and there's gonna be the DMs are gonna be <laughs> on yeah. the pure debate. What What is the ideal version of Mamma Mia? The Mamma Mia version or the Abba original? We that should is, do a that is good. Yeah. Uni, I mean, I don't know. Ball. I don't know. I've never heard the Mamma Mia. We'll listen to both after this. Should we watch out. it tonight? No. Today. Definitely do a marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solid idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we need saying. Wi-Fi, but we'll do it after your Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> download them. You can watch them. Download them. Watch them anywhere. Honestly, if you don't have Mamma Mia, download it on your phone. Is that illegal? No, on Netflix you can like download things. Uh, watch yeah. them on Wi-Fi. Uh, so yeah. No bootleg. No bootleg. Just like reveals pulls back the shirt. Chester and a mic. Chester and a mic. Yeah. Sorry, we're going uh, off on a tangent. Sorry. Speaking of starting rows and social media, you've been really like keeping your fan engaged. You've been staying really active on social media on Instagram and TikTok. So for the uninitiated, for those who might not have heard of it, what is Fizzy Fridays? How did that start? And uh, how have you been finding on that? So Fizzy Fridays is a live stream series that we started um, sometime towards the end of last year, uh, which basically consists of us uh, finding the weirdest fizzy drinks we can and trying them. From um, all over the world. We, we, yeah. ask, we ask fans um, to suggest, because we have fans all over the world, we're very lucky. We have all over the world in interesting places which we've never been to, and they kind of tell us their, their local fizzy drink that everyone talks about, and we go and buy it, we try it, and sometimes we're rude about it if it's horrible. We, we're very honest. Mm. Um, Funny how it developed, though, because it started off as like an in-joke between us and, and the fans, because we... In our local pub, there was a thing called Fizzy Fridays, where it's very cheap drinks. Tell them the deal. Made two Bellinis for a fiver. Two Bellinis for a fiver? Yeah, Yeah, and Bellinis, I mean, some people say you're meant to kind of drink them like during the day or a morning thing, but... Apparently, it doesn't have to be. We drank them. We were the only people who actually bought them, uh, who did Fizzy Friday. So they started calling us like, what, the Bellini boys? Yeah, yeah. Also, um, Fizzy Friday we are, yeah. we're poor musicians in London, where a drink over here is very expensive. It's your rent, basically, it's, isn't it? It is. So, um, so the, the Bellini... But two for a fiver, was it actually... Were you getting a good percentage in them, or was it watered down? Was it like mostly orange juice? We were mates with the people behind the bar, so we would get a very decent percentage. Yeah. They'd sometimes even um, spike us. Basically, that was called Fizzy Fridays. Yeah. And then we're like, actually, do you know what we should do? We should make this into like a fan thing. Maybe we do a live on a Friday called Fizzy Friday, but not with alcohol because it's a family it's show. A family show. Yeah. So yeah, fizzy drinks. Have you tried any like really bad ones? Like, was there any that were just complete like zeros out of ten? Um, one thing that everyone in London tends to drink is super malt, but it kind of tastes like Heinz beans. So super malt is horrible. It's That's pretty not nasty. Good. That's not yeah. good. It's also not busy. It, it didn't really have the criteria for the. No. For the, for the was, we were kind of hoping that. I mean, we've had some. We've had some dodgy 
drinks on it because we were hoping that like our manager would help us out in terms of like getting these drinks and like no it's been all us and so some days it's been like friday at like five o'clock we're going live at six and it's like we haven't got a drink yet so we just run down to the corner yeah. shop and get something ridiculous the, that's where um, the super malt came the, from the best drink we've had on fizzy fridays has been uh, something called green cola they have a, they have a cherry flavor which is unreal but um they are so good and they're greek so a bit and, of the heritage in there too um it's brilliant really do good. you want to say this is an ad this is not an ad but they, they i also, just love green cola they also keep sending us free stuff so we we, we speak very highly about green cola yeah oh there you go well then it sort of is an ad full disclosure <laughs> we'll give you we'll 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 send them to you it's yeah. really good oh fair enough get me on the pr list as well yeah. <laughs> uh, another series you do on tiktok is the one like making songs out of people's names uh how much time do you spend on them because like they're they're like actually really good like when you would think of the series you think it's just like oh you'll just whack it together and like be the crack or whatever but like they're actually really good thank you, thank you. um it's it's usually it's usually quite uh quite quick we don't try we try not to think about it too hard um because obviously we're not doing a whole song we're just doing a, a chorus and they're usually quite like lullaby kind of choruses they're not you know they're not really the kind of pop choruses that we would usually write for our own stuff so it's usually fairly quick um but Madison have, took a little Madison more. took ages <laughs> Madison did take um that took hours that one I suggest I, I, I suspect that Claudia might take a little while as well but Claudia. yeah this is this is my formal request to do Claudia <laughs> could we get is your second name Savage yes could we get That's that awesome. in like no, we could kind of get like a, a sort of a savage oh, line oh, you know Claudia, reference to oh, oh Claudia I wish you knew what I thought of you oh that's um, cool that's there you cool. go I thought because I thought Claudia would be hard to rhyme it's like a weird amount of syllables and like I don't know maybe you could work the savage <laughs> in just like a heavy metal version yeah, maybe you just break <laughs> yeah, into like that. you're a savage you know yeah yeah, throw back to like lockdown one, like the Tiger King. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I actually, I, I didn't watch Tiger King, so the boys and I are watching it now. Re- it's my rewatch. Time. Rewatch for these two. Um, what do you think? It's pretty intense, I'm not going to lie. Um, episode three, right? Yeah, episode three. It gets it gets quite dark quite quickly, but um, I know I shouldn't, but I kind of think Joe Exotic is incredible in like... <laughs> Just as a character, like you can't write that. You know he what I mean? Is, he's just he like... Listen, as, as awfully as, as he is for so many different reasons, I dare anybody to watch that show and not come away loving it. It's like someone's man. written like, him into existence. It is, yeah. But like, that's he, he the can't... weirdest thing about it. Like if that was a TV show and he was a character, you would be like, this is the most unrealistic thing I've ever seen. Like you would be sitting there, <laughs> wrote, you'd be like, I can't yeah. believe someone actually wrote this, but he's a real person. Exactly, he's like the villain that you should hate, but you just can't. You kind of yeah. love him. And then you got Carol Baskin, who's meant to be the good, good one. And you want to, you, you kind of hate her, like you want to feed her to the tigers. Yeah. <laughs> Claudia, I presume you like the Joe Exotic songs, yeah? The Joe, oh, Joe's Exotic songs. Yeah. Have you heard uh, them? Well, I haven't been as much a fan of his musical career as I have been of his uh, animal print boxers that he's become apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's great. He doesn't wear underwear. Fun fact. He doesn't. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't so he when doesn't. when Nathan said he's been listening to country, that's what he meant. By the way, he meant <laughs> just jokes. Awesome. Tiger, what's that? Tiger soul man. Tiger soul. <laughs> now I understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. No, the better Joe Exotic's uh, better versions of his discography were all the ones, all the songs that he made about, uh, like Carol Baskin murdering her husband. Yeah. 
It's a very here, explicit video. Here, isn't kitty, it? kitty. Yeah. Is there? Oh, where yeah, they're yeah, feeding yeah. the. Where she's yeah. literally feeding states yeah. of apparently human flesh. Mm. So, oh, God. Man. So, again, well, hey, if the room is Can we room, move on? Probably not. Yeah, we probably should move on, actually. Sorry. Maybe so. Something I was gonna say is so all of like the tech, the TikTok algorithm is crazy. It like predicts your whole life. So like from I've been like looking at using Instagram and watch all your TikToks and all this sort of stuff. My for you page has been filled with like new rules fan accounts. Like you have so many fan accounts and people that like make memes about you, like know everything about you. People that like know your star signs. What are your star yeah. signs, by the way? Just if anyone out there wants to know this information. I'm a Taurus. I am a Sagittarius, which um, apparently, according to the stars, translates to just generally being a bit of a bitch. Um, I don't know if I can swear on this. Oh no, you can you can swear. You can swear. Just get all the swears right right now, so then we can edit it out in five seconds. Um, yeah, the, the fan accounts are great on on TikTok. Did you see uh, what Danny's new rules? Have you come across that one? Mm -hmm. That one's good. She's uh, she's from she's from. Her local is Belfast as well, right? Oh, there shows. you go. Yeah, she's from Northern Ireland. Yeah. Well, you'll have you to come to Belfast to do a show then. We will. We did one. When did we do? February. It was, it was this time February. last year almost. Yeah, yeah, this time last year we did. Just we did two shows in one day and it was great. But we need to, yeah, we need to come back when we can sell out, what is it? Ulster Hall? Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, but what yeah, I was going to say about that was like, is that like, Oh, sort of hard to adjust to like when you start to grow to that level and like does it ever feel strange that there's all these people that you don't know or like do you just love the attention <laughs> we do kind of love it yeah it's a bit of both isn't it because it's like it's it's a sign that you're doing well i guess but then it's it's also just a bit you know what I, I think it's funny it's like but it all kind of we, we've been very lucky so far it all happened kind of quickly we we got together we started putting out music and it started con to connect quite quickly and then we were on tours with like Little Mix and Julie Michaels. And because it all kind of went one thing to the next, it kind of just happened and you didn't really have time to process it. Yeah, so yeah. this time being sat around for a year, um, just writing songs, it's been the first time I think we've actually been able to kind of really understand the whole thing. Yeah. Um, it's definitely centered us a bit. Like, yeah, it is weird. It's quite grounding. It is weird. It's, it's amazing. We, you know, we're, we're very lucky that our fans are all so lovely. We have a very nice community of people in it. So yeah, and that, and that as well, like you said about TikTok, it is crazy the amount of people that it gets like pushed out to. It it is it is amazing and a bit weird to see so many like notifications coming in if a video is going like really big. Um, but like just to see how how the the fandom can like grow that quickly is amazing. So yeah, we'll never we'll never say no to a viral TikTok. <laughs> Definitely, why would you? So we'll talk a wee bit about your latest release, which is My Guitar, a stream for good hair and good skin and whatever you want to say about that. Uh, <laughs> so what is that song about? And like, what was your process in creating that one? We, um, we wrote that one and, and, and recorded it in lockdown. It was the first one of a batch of songs we did in lockdown. It was, yeah, it was one of the first songs we wrote in, in lockdown. Um, yeah, we, when, when lockdown first happened, we all went home to our parents. Um, and then a couple months later, we came back to our place in London and that was the first song we wrote when we got back together. So it was kind of, I guess, like a, it's kind of the first thing we were kind of thinking about. And it's like, we liked the idea of kind of doing a very melodic kind of almost lullaby kind of, kind of chorus, um, yeah. but with some kind of cool, um, kind of 
drums behind it and kind of like bring it into kind of contemporary world a little bit. A bit Abra inspired, wasn't it? It was a bit Abra inspired. Actually. Yeah, talking the, the original Abra. demo, yeah, a bit of piano going on. Yeah, Everything um, comes back to Abba. Get a, <laughs> get a Pierce Brosnan My Guitar cover. Oh, that'd be yes. sick. I would love that. That'd be great. Get, we should get like a big cardboard cutout. Really <laughs> Chester as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? Um, also, it started, didn't it, when we kind of, it's a bit of a running joke, is us writing sad songs. So I think when we were sitting down and we were thinking of something to write a song about, we kind of said, Do you know what, it might be interesting to write a song for, not for, but about like the feeling of when we sit down with a guitar and all we seem to do is sad songs. <laughs> I mean, we've done a lot of happy songs since then, but I think it's a bit of a running joke that we just release sad bangers. So we wanted to kind of no, play, play, into, play it. into it. Yeah. Uh, so lockdown has obviously changed a lot of things, but how, like, how has releasing this song been different to your previous releases? So it must have been weird, like sort of just putting it out there and not being able to like go out and promo it and play it live in the way that you would normally do. So how is the release of that compared to your other releases? Yeah, I, I guess that's the main Question. thing, isn't it? It's um, the whole touring thing. Like with our two releases before that, Emily and Pasta, we'd, um, we'd been able to actually play those on tour in February uh, before we'd even release them. So that's like, well, that's always like a good way to gauge um, whether or not you want to release a song because if, if you play it live and the fans are just like they've fallen in love with it then it's, it's like a good sign that you should go ahead and, and release it but we didn't really get to do that with my guitar so yeah I guess that's been a bit odd um, I can't really think of how it's do you know what it is, yeah it's a bit um, I mean we just can't wait to for shows to come back as well because that will like I mean we write these songs so we can play them live um, so yeah, I mean, that, that my guitar, we'll have a lot more out than my guitar, I suspect, when we can play our next shows. But um, that's going to be exciting, isn't it? It is. It's, it's going to be a different gig. It's a different band, yeah. I reckon. Hold on, we're set this. We're saying this the other day, actually. Yeah. We're just saying, like, uh, usually you kind of change the set list gradually as you go on, as you keep touring. But I feel like with the next time we tour, it would just be like a completely different kind of ball game. New era. <laughs> play the hits. Play the hits. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what like is there any when you can do shows again is there any like place in the world like any venue in particular that you'd be really excited to play in we want to go and play shows in america yeah um red rocks yeah man, i was yeah. gonna say red rocks <laughs> i mean we've, we've done um a fair bit of touring around uk Ireland now um and we always love doing that stuff and we're always gonna love doing that stuff we um we would love to go and do some shows in america also Europe, I mean, we haven't done yeah. any any real Europe yet. Um, so it's going to be like interrailing, but with live shows every night. So hopefully hopefully we can do that soon too. Everywhere, basically everywhere. <laughs> That's how we <laughs> imagine it, inter interrailing with shows in between. But yeah, we'll see, yeah. It probably won't end up being like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, see, that's like a pure bad question now because like, everyone just says, yeah, we just want to be out in the world again, which is like just how everyone feels, you know what I mean? Just can't wait to get back to doing anything. I mean, yeah, any show, please. We, we will take anything. <laughs> Talking about playing on a roof the other day. <laughs> you, so you supported your Little Mix and you're talking with Julia Michaels. Is there any, I know we're sort of reminiscing about like the pre-COVID world, but do you have any like moments or from like from your own shows as well, any moments from your live shows that like you just love or any like on like memories of being on tour that really stand out to you? Yeah, lo like loads. I mean, you did this... Um, this thread on Twitter the other day. This is quite um, funny. Like, obviously, there's the big, the obvious ones, but Al has um, this thread on Twitter where he kind of just told random stories about 
the band when we're on tour. And sometimes it is little things like that that are like the yeah. funniest and best things. It's just where you get your best memories, isn't it? There's one like uh, one story of Al when he was in Belfast on the Little Mix tour. Just like going for a walk and seeing the sights in the middle of the night. <laughs> Three in the morning or something. But it was cool. You yeah. You have to do that stuff any other time. So. so we have a lot of like funny stories like that. You can refer to Alex Thread for that. But I think Belfast otherwise... Belfast is cool. Um, that was that was my first time in Belfast on tour yeah, with Lil Mix. Yeah. And um, we went to this very cool bar. I can't remember what it's called, but it was it was like a sports mm. bar. It was really sick. And we went to see Joker. Actually, yeah, for like did. for like four quid in the stu- in the student cinema, right? Where's that? Cinema oh, it's Queensland Theatre. Yeah, I think it was that that's one. Yeah, it. That, honestly, that's like my favorite cinema I've been to in the UK. I'd say what the best part for me about Belfast was was getting to go to the Keels, where all of the Game of Thrones. Oh cast yeah, are. yeah. Because yeah. one, two things about Game of Thrones and, and skincare, man. <laughs> I, I, that is a that is a good they come together. I went there as well. It was sick. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean that was I was fangirling a bit. So that's your favorite moment of all of <laughs> new rules. Yeah. yeah, since the band's been a thing. You wait till I go to Croatia and see the other part of the set of Game of Thrones. <laughs> you know what? Up. Mexico and Philippines were insane. Mm. We got to go there. I know we're saying, oh, we haven't got to go to America and play shows yet or, or Europe, but we've got to go to Mexico and the Philippines where the fans are so nice, but also a bit mad. So yeah, that has been. They've been really good memories. Yeah, that's what we like. Nice and mad, because yeah. that's us as well. So. It is kind of us. <laughs> Absolutely. Madly. So, can you tell us anything about what's next for you? Like, what's coming up next? What's your plans for the rest of twenty twenty one? As hard as as it is to plan at the minute. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of music. Um, because we've got quite a, a bit in the bag now that we just want to kind of drop in. It's all just out. better than the old stuff, isn't it? It's, yeah. It is. And then, you know, I mean, as soon as we can, we want to get out on the road again. Um, you know, we want to go start traveling again and, and Being a band. showing our music to, to, to new people who've never heard of us before. That's that's the goal. Definitely. So the new song is My Guitar and um, we make sure to follow New Rules on all of their socials to find out everything that everything more that's coming up from them. Uh, thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank, thank you. Thank you. And we are back, 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 back again with our uh, number one faves all time series regulars, Emma Walton and Neve Bell. Thank you so much for being with me again. No worries at all. Glad to be back, 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 back again. <laughs> that was an adequate number of backs. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, how are you doing this week? Oh, all good. I mean, you know have a reading week this week so i'm gonna have plenty of time to be catching up on some film and television so just excited to get some recommendations on the go absolutely and how have you been neve i'm great i'm so excited for this holiday week as you said emma like i think whatever we're going to be talking about this week i think that's my plans for reading week then i'm just gonna have to be um making sure making sure i've seen everything to be fair, at least you're a film student, so you have an excuse. Like, I will just be uh, watching things and having no no way to link them to my <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, there's politics and philosophy and economics and everything you do, Claudia. I know. If I get annoyed about something, then I'll just say it's political. That's true. That's it. And if you have a question, it's philosophical. There you go. That's the link. Mm. Uh, so I was kindly reminded before you started recording of my... Uh, of my weekly conundrum of who went first last week. So this week, we're going to be starting with uh, the, no- the notorious Emma Walton. 
Uh, Emma, oh. what is your first recommendation for this week? Okay, so I'm kind of cheating with this recommendation because I have already recommended WandaVision, right? And I can't recommend it enough. But this week I'm recommending Age of Ultron. So it is the second Avengers movie. And it's really important, I think, that to re-watch it before you watch the finale of WandaVision because this is the final episode of WandaVision this week. Um, because I feel like it gives like such a good context to the story that's going on in WandaVision at the minute. Primarily because that's when Wanda's first introduced as a character in like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But I remember when I first saw Age of Ultron, I was like, this is so bad. It's so confusing. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know what's going on. But then we rewatched it last night after watching the new episode of WandaVision. And I was like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. WandaVision's making so much more sense. And all the leader Marvel movies are making so much sense. So it's cheating because I really am just telling people to watch WandaVision and do your revision. Or if you're Wanda revision, if you will. I thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> and get on it. So basically, basically, it is about um, Tony Stark accidentally creating this artificial intelligence that wants to destroy the world. And all the Avengers coming together and, um, and, fight, and fighting it. But it's a good origin story for Wanda. So if you're really into that at the minute, I really highly recommend watching it. It also introduces Vision as a character, which I completely just like removed from my memory I, I had no I literally was like I don't know who this person is and then I was like oh this is who he is like he came in an infinity war and I was like am I supposed to know um who Vision is and I <laughs> was supposed to know <laughs> so I think um this the film came out in 2015 but I think it's an even better watch in 2021 so that is Avengers Age of Ultron on um Disney plus and it's a good throwback to like the OG Avengers and everything you know pre and game and all that and it's just really it's very funny it's actually a really good film i get i'll give it probably eight out of ten in the marvel franchise but if you're watching wandavision i think it's a must watch to before the finale this week and if you haven't watched wandavision just watch it like i can't i can't <laughs> tell you enough to just go and watch it and absorb your life in it please and thank you definitely so there's emma walton uh, promoting the evil life-sucking corporation of disney disney franchises and marvel franchises you're welcome capitalism <laughs> and nave what is your first recommendation for this week so my first recommendation this week is going to be line of duty and i feel like we all have been new about line of duty it's been around for a while now uh, but i actually only got on the hype of it this year I actually spent all of January this year catching up on all five seasons that are currently out. You can watch them all on BBC iPlayer. And let me tell you, it takes a wee while to get through them because each episode is an hour long. And if you saw me watching it in the McClay Library, no, you didn't. I wasn't watching it. Okay. But <laughs> that's how I got through it all, in case you were wondering. But uh, basically, Line of Duty, if you don't know, it is a BBC drama. And as we know, Emma Wolfen is a big fan of the old BBC drama. So I'm sure she's supporting this recommendation. But it is basically about 120 million percent section. <laughs> yes, definitely. It's such a good show. But basically, it's about this um section of the police. They're called AC12, and they're basically the anti-corruption unit. So what they do is like they investigate other police officers for signs of corruption, and they're basically trying to catch up, like catch out the, the bad eggs, as it were. They're trying to find out who is going wrong in the police. And as I said, it's totally a bingeable TV show. And the reason I'm recommending it now is because season six has just been announced that it's coming out at the end of March. 
So season six coming out, I think it's the 21st I have in my head. So you have time between now and then, if you've never started it, to watch all seasons one to five. And if you have watched it, I would recommend just re-watching it in preparation. But uh, the reason for me why it's so fun is because it's, I think it's from season three onward, it's all filmed in Belfast. So it's so funny, like you're just watching people like running around in their police outfits and like shooting guns and stuff. But then you notice they're actually like beside City Hall or something. It's so fun. <laughs> Wait, am I getting, I'm so, um, getting confused here. Is Line of Duty, this is the one with Gillian Anderson? No. Because I feel like no, I always mix up Line of Duty and The Fall. Yes. Because I haven't so, watched either of those shows. They inhabit a similar space shows. in my mind. Who's in Line of Duty? Yeah, so The Fall has... <laughs> Adrian Dunbar. I actually don't even know any of the actors' names. Adrian Dunbar. There you go. I feel like it's mostly Adrian um, Dunbar, like BBC actors. <laughs> okay, we have an Adrian Dunbar um, in the chat. I, I well, I mean, yes. There we go. All I know is that Jamie Dornan is not in it, and he's in the yeah. fall. So, if you're looking for Jamie Dornan, you will not find him. Unfortunately, that is a warning that I will put out there. But if you're looking for Adrian Dunbar, then I would give Line of Duty a go. Damn it, stunning. So that's Line of Duty starring uh, number you know one actor. He... Adrian Dunbar. Sorry, I've already said something there. I can't remember where I left off, but it's the actor who's in <laughs> This Is England and he's in like every BBC drama ever. It's like Vinnie, it's not like Vinnie Jones, it's someone he's in it though. It is just one of those ones where you're like, you'll know the actors' faces, but you know their names. You know them, say them. Yes, precisely. But Adrian Dunbar, you should know his name, Neve. I'm sorry. <laughs> he is the number one goat we should all know who Adrian Dunbar is so if, if you want to find out more about Adrian Dunbar or some a nice stunning place drama then that is Line of Duty recommended by Nave and that's on BBC isn't it BBC iPlayer yeah all on BBC iPlayer yep so definitely binge that before the next season comes out so Emma what is your second recommendation for this week so my second recommendation is a film that came out a few, a few years ago now Love, Simon and I just recommend it because obviously Disney Star has just dropped. So obviously, like, they have all that, like, older, mature content. But there's a spin-off series called Love, Victor. And I haven't seen it yet, but I rewatched Love, Simon in preparation for it because I'm very excited to see it. But Love, Simon basically follows the story of Simon, who is a closeted high schooler who's struggling to, like, come to terms with, like, his sexual identity and he's dealing with all of that while also trying to figure out who this anonymous person who is writing him love letters is. And he's also dealing with a blackmailer who's threatening to out him to his friends and family. Um, but it is, it's yes, so he's, but it's very lighthearted and like really fun. And he's really like, really, really charming character. And um, it's very, it's very touching, um, you know, the scenes where he does come out to his parents and his family and he comes back to his whole school so it's a very heartwarming watch and I think it's on the nice light hard rom-com but something different it's not just your conventional rom-com you know um it's it's nice it explores like issues that are a lot um deeper and um yeah and then obviously then if you like that then Love Victor will be a good thing to watch too but I will get more on that in the future at least that's Love Simon uh, where can we where can we watch Love Simon where's it on is it on Netflix I think it's on Disney Plus as well. It might be on Netflix or Amazon. Just check all the main the main streaming platforms. It might be Netflix, might be Amazon Prime, might be Disney Plus. But it is somewhere. Who knows? You'll find it somewhere. 
Okay, so I'll, I'll just throw into a, a personal recommendation while we're talking about Disney Star. Exactly. I know I usually try not to intervene. What I've been binging recently on Disney Star is Ugly Betty. Absolutely be loving it. Oh my God, a throwback. It is such a classic, such a classic show. Like I didn't even know, I think Disney Star, I don't know if either of you felt like this. Did you feel like when Disney Star came out, I was like, I didn't even know that Disney owned half of these things. No, I had no idea. Oh, absolutely like what was other ones like desperate housewives and all came out in disney star and i was like i had yeah. no idea that they owned this yeah, and because that, like, they really do like they own so many like companies like it's such, it's such a huge conglomerate like they own like abc and then that's how you get things like modern family and things in there and you're literally like where were you hiding this content for all these years <laughs> i know well now it's on disney star so we can all all make full use of it and hopefully we'll get like a Desperate Housewives uh, land in Disneyland, like a Desperate Housewives <gasps> ride. That's what I need. Austria Lane. Yes, we love it. Yes, absolutely, Claudia. I think you're onto something there. Definitely, uh, Disney. If you're listening, which I I know you are, if you if you've hacked into hacked into this laptop, if you want to buy the Scoop franchise then um, you need to get a Desperate Housewives ride in Disneyland. That's what we need. So, and Niamh, then maybe a scoop ride after that. Oh, most definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Niamh, <laughs> what is your second recommendation for this week? Okay, so my second recommendation is going to be Teen First Dates. So if you've seen First Dates, obviously a huge Channel 4 show, right? And... As we know, like we're all big fans of Netflix and stuff these days, so I feel like I don't really watch enough like traditional TV. So I had not heard anything about this, and then I was scrolling through um, 4OD yesterday to try and find episodes of Married at First Sight Australia, which was going to be a recommendation. But I feel like people know if you haven't, that's like a little a little um, part part B recommendation there. But anyway, I saw that they have just started a new a season of teen first dates there's only one episode out uh the first episode came out last monday so we're monday today right so the next episode should be tonight so everybody has to check it out basically it's the exact same format as first dates but the people on it are aged between 16 and 19 which i'm quite glad about because like i was like oh it's going to be cringy i don't want to watch 13 year olds trying to date each other but 16 and 19 i feel like it's the perfect age where it's like the perfect amount of awkward but the perfect amount of like kind of like cute and charming and you might think like it's wrong to judge teenagers but I'm absolutely judging these teenagers there was one boy on the first episode you'll be able to you, like if you're going to watch it you'll be able to see but there's this one boy and he's acting like he's all it like he's acting like he's so cool he's hating on Coldplay right and like hating on Pink and everything and it's like I'm sorry I, I didn't know it was cool to hate Coldplay if you are 16 years old okay like it's just accept that it's not from your time and move on you know so um spoiler alert their dates didn't work out because of the cold play but anyway if you like the original first dates I would definitely give teen first dates a watch as well because it just it fills that hole in my heart when there's not actual seasons of first dates airing I think it's a really fun little spin-off and it's got all the usual first dates characters like they're in the same restaurant and everything so it's a very similar vibe but just teenagers and some of them are really cute oh we'll definitely have to give that a watch because i i am i'm the same Eve. i'm a big first dates fan but 
also i do feel sort of bad for them because i can't like teenagers are awful like i feel like if we think about even what we were like a few years ago when we were 16 to 19 like i would not want that to be captured on film and immortalized on the television (laughs) No, my own personal idea of hell, I think, would be watching myself at 16 years old go on a date. Not that I was going on any dates, but still, like, I feel like it would genuinely be the most embarrassing thing in the world. So these teens who are signing up to this show must be very brave to be having having their lives or their, their dating life uh, immortalised on Channel 4 OG. Well, clearly they are brave. Uh, the boy that hates Coldplay, a brave opinion to be said on the television. Mm-hmm. But I uh, think so. Like, who hates pink? He hates pink. Yeah, he hates pink as well. He just was acting like too cool for school. It's like, okay, right, we we'll get it. But you're eighteen. That's just it's just completely unacceptable. So definitely <laughs> might have to hop on the bandwagon of uh, hating. You know, now at at my big age, <laughs> at our big at our big ages of twenty one, uh, we might yeah. start hating on teenagers. I think it's the time we're old mm-hmm. enough now to start hating the young. I think so. So that is Teen First Dates, which is on Channel 4, is Nate's final recommendation of the week. Thank you both so much for chatting with me today. We've definitely got plenty of things to keep us occupied over reading week that is not reading. <laughs> oh, definitely. I am. I apologise for my technical difficulties. It's been a, it's been a struggle. Oh, it's okay, Emma. We, we love to see you every week. Uh, Wi-Fi at full bars or otherwise. <laughs> So thank Thanks. you so much, Ava and Nate, and I'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, Claudia. It was good to see you. See you next week. And that is it. Another episode of the Trendy Scoop officially done and dusted. Thank you so, so much to Kuba and Ross who helped me edit the show. Thank you, of course, to all of our amazing guests from this episode. Thank you to Hannah Farrell, Kate Files on TikTok. Thank you to Nathan, Ryan and Alec from New Rules. And of course, thank you to Emma Watton and Lee Bell. And that is about it. I've been your host, Claudia Savage. And thank you so much for listening to this week's Trendy Scoop.